preamble this just in case? Yeah, we do want to preamble this. All right, let's preamble it. We're not preambling, right. Matt. Don't say anything. It's a trap. I already know. I saw it. It's not a trap. It's a trap. A trap would imply deception or something. <laughs> you just says an opportunity uh-huh. for Matt to show everybody, you know, how he likes to spit fire. But anyway, we spit fire tonight. We we just might. <laughs> it is practice shooting after dark. Welcome everyone uh, on deck tonight. Uh, just flew in from Arkansas. Not true. He drove. Uh, Mr. Jason Bradley. Hello. You guys don't seem that impressed. Okay. Hi. So, good, so good afternoon, Jason. Here, but not not really here, but I'll but here, you know. Hello. Joel's already uncomfortable. He's not saying hello. <laughs> well, okay. I said hi. Can you not hear me? Oh, my bad. Gotcha. And right. Mr. Hopkins. Hello. Here to Spitfire. So, Mr. Hopkins, you feel like or I get the, the sense that you have a topic that you'd like to talk about. I mean, there is a topic I have in mind that is... Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. When we podcast and when we podcast and when we podcast. <laughs> That's what I see. I just think I there's know. something that hey, could maybe it. spark some discussion right now, right? I can't wait. Let's have it. So, I'd say it's this day in shooting or whatever you want to call it, or may Yeah, let's call it that, right? So USPSA board of directors had a meeting a week ago, right? Something like that. Close enough. It was a week ago. Delayed by the time the people hear it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the board of directors for USPSA had a meeting. They met. uh, They met about the investigation into the low cap incident or the incident at low cap nationals. So the board of director gets on there. They immediately go into an executive session after, I guess, two area directors said that they did not give anybody permission to record them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty interesting thing to make sure you put in the minutes. That is, yeah. Yeah, and to be called out in the minutes, not just like said beforehand or whatever. That's like some <laughs> sovereign citizen, I do not consent kind of business I mean, right there. I mean, how about this? Like, what what would you say in any one of these meetings? Like, imagine if you're on the board. Well, this will become very real for you soon, Matt. But can you imagine anything coming out of your mouth that you wouldn't, that you really give a shit if it was recorded? I don't know why you would. Like, Yeah, it's like, yeah, investigate the shit. Okay. What did they say happened? Like, okay, right. well, that sounds bad, or that doesn't sound bad, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it seems like some paranoia. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe well-founded, though, right? After well, what we are about to talk about. So these well, two board members say they don't want to be recorded. <laughs> uh, then they immediately go into executive session. And we all know what happens in there, right? Oh, we don't know because it's an executive session. All I know is that we don't know. We don't know. So it lasted three and a half hours. But except, I mean, we do make guesses about the broad picture of what they're doing executive session. Well, I believe we, we can we understand. <laughs> I believe we can make some pretty <laughs> yeah. easy guesses after this one because <laughs> executive session like ends and a motion gets put on the floor to remove USPSA president per bylaw 7.7. And it was immediately seconded. 
So there's a motion on the floor for at the USPSA Board of Directors to remove the president from the organization per bylaw 7.7. There was some talk back and forth about amending the motion. And then it basically ended with a motion put on the floor and they would have another board meeting in two weeks on the 24th of (laughs) August to vote to remove the current president of USPSA. Or not to remove him. Or not. Yeah, to to vote. They're voting on removal. Listen, Matt, some things are complicated. Another two weeks, they'll figure it out. Or is it more complicated than that? I don't know. But I get like we can assume what they talked about in that executive session, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I think we know what they talked about. (laughs) Considering that the motion was made to remove right after. Yeah. But interesting why the the two week wait. um, I'm not sure what that's going to change. So I the only thing I can see, and I've been told one thing, and then another board member has said something completely different. So par for the course at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Uh, that they wanted to announce that a board meeting was going to happen and give the proper notice per the bylaws, which would be the first time they actually followed them in recent history. Oh, so you're thinking they're worried about getting sued on the back end of this deal? Yeah, something like that. But they made an announcement on USPSA's website. So it's like the official announcement that they're having a board meeting oh. and going to take up the motion at that point in time. So you're thinking Foley's a dead man walking. I don't know. I mean, we can talk about that, right? Or I do mean, we need to? So, I mean, oh, that's just the start of this. So this came out. Okay. And then a very interesting post by Mike Foley on his personal Facebook page. <laughs> Was the plead for help to uh, to uh, email every single area director, including the president, oh saying God. you want to keep Mike Foley in his office. That's like the uh, I don't know. That's like the dating equivalent of like like sending the OnlyFans girl all the money you can, hoping it's going to work out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was a rough. Th- that was I almost felt bad for Mike reading that. Then I stopped feeling bad and I made fun of him on social media. I sure did. <laughs> because that was funny. Yeah, was so a lot of public. all the meme pages are right now posting a bunch of memes and everything. And and everybody's getting out there. People are supporting or not supporting. I've heard there's a lot of communication with all the area directors. So there's a <laughs> lot of people that are motivated either to keep or remove. I don't know. We'll see. It's not up to any of us, right? No, no. And so, how? Here's a question for you, Matt. If you're on the board and the investigation turned out the way you think it turned out, what would your vote be? So I think you have to remove, and it's pretty easy to say this incident is not an issue isolated, right? Right. The fact that there's been so many numerous incidents in the past leading up to this, also. Yeah like USPSA mandated training because that was social media training. That wasn't fistfight training. No, it was not fistfight training. I think it was anger management training or something. I My recollection is that it was social media training. Yeah. There was some kind of remedial training that yeah, because the president has already been put through. Yeah. So the interesting thing also is that Mike Foley is not – 
putting his account of the situation out there. So if it was just a little argument, which is what he said on his post, he is not putting out his side of the story to prove that it was just a little argument, not as blown up as the letter that got leaked and everything that said in that. No, that's no, he's not saying a whole lot. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there. I mean, and in fairness to Mike, again, what's he really supposed to say? Like, oh, I mean, I didn't like clench my fist and raise it up like I was going to hit him. I just like called him an a-hole or you know what I mean? Like, no matter what, he's saying something kind of rough. It's like, I don't really expect him to do that. But the, I don't know how you could. The desperate for, cry for help on social media, absent his account of what happened, is a little is a little goofy for sure. I've heard there's an interesting post like out there for people that are on his side, but maybe the comments aren't going on his side. So it, it's definitely has some. Oh, I did see one from a steel challenge person. I did see a couple of those. The steel challenge people, I think, are happy. They're happy with the current administration. I think many of them. I think. I, th- I think overall they are also, and I think a lot of the people that I have at least seen come to ask for his, him not to be removed are not actively participating in the sport as much as the people that oh. are asking for his removal. Oh, no shit. Anybody with a clue that used to support Mike, <laughs> but they're still actively participating, they just shut the fuck up on this one because they're like, yeah, buddy, like, <laughs> I mean, enough's enough, you know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, the people that are keyed in, they're like, yeah, dude, come on. Um, but yeah, I think he probably does draw a lot of uh, support from the steel people. I think what the steel people would be comforted knowing is basically nobody's trying to fuck up their shit. Is a no, good way. and I have got a lot. So I did go on some podcasts and throw some ideas out there. They were negatively received, and I learned from that. And the biggest <laughs> yeah. thing I learned from steel challenge people, like they're happy with the as it is. They don't want like, change. They don't need yeah. to. They don't, they don't see don't any changes change. that are needed. That sounds kind of uh, almost similar to people in USPSA, though, right? We, well, yeah, we don't, don't want any change. more changes, for sure. Yeah, like that's not necessarily unique to them, right? No. Okay. But they're not worried. Like they're not concerned about term limits or like any of the number of things that we talk about. Yeah. They, I mean, they like changing should, the DNROI to an elected sh- position. They're not, they don't even concern themselves with that stuff. I mean, they should be, they should be concerned with like one proposal you could bring to them is get making sure steel has its own board. Yeah. I think that's good. That's, that's healthy long term. Like, I don't want them voting in like USPSA elections and I don't want to vote in there. You know what I mean? Like, in yeah. that, it is a competing interest for sure. That's that'd be a problem that'd be to everyone's benefit to solve. Yeah. I think one other detail we should go over is how the vote has to turn out, right? Oh yeah, it has to be six six and there has to be removal. six votes for removal. And there's only eight people voting, so they have to have a seventy five percent vote to remove to actually remove any of the board of directors per 7.7. So it's definitely an uphill battle, I would think. <laughs> Usually to get a 75% yes vote, like that's kind of uncommon, right? 
Yeah. Uh, and Matt, doesn't that, I don't, I want to speak out of Turner incorrectly. Isn't the way the voting works? It's like area one, two, three, four, five. It has so, to go down the order that way. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the way I've heard they do it. Sometimes they go eight through one. Um, but everything I've heard recently, they always go one through eight and they cast the votes that way. Um, so Foley, since he was, he was put up to be removed, he can be present during all the talks, but he, <laughs> he cannot be present during the voting. <laughs> it would be, man, that'd be fun to be on the board for that, to make sure he's present during the talks. <laughs> well, there, yeah, three and a half hour long conversation just about it, right? Throw him a box of Kleenex and just fucking start going in, you know? Yeah, but is that really what's happening? And then that's potentially yeah, your boss. With our board, absolutely not. Who's, that's whose happening. boss is it? <laughs> so yeah. actually... The president answers to the board of directors. They're the think, highest rank. You think that's the, the way it actually works, though? And your area director answers Technically, to yes. That's, that's how that works. Got that? So if I, you have which, a problem, which, just talk to your area director and everything's solved. Yeah, I emailed him. And he never emailed me back for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, the emails I did get back from area directors were pretty benign, as you can imagine. Uh, one of them I just received today. I won't say who it was from. Uh, thank you. So I, I sent all the area directors just my thoughts, uh, you know, in a professional manner. The reply I got was, thank you for your comments. I was initially going to reply to just this person's area members, uh, but he decided that he should reply to everyone who has written. Uh, this is a difficult decision for me to discuss right now, as I am bound by state employer law as well as the various procedural rules that I must abide to. But Did I do appreciate hearing from you. Out? This sounds That's like area one. Who sent this out? Uh, I already sent you a cap, but I'm not going to say. But do you... <laughs> well, it sounds like Area 1 director. And since you haven't told me yet, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, oh. I, re I received one of the responses as well that was basically like, thank you for your comments. Have a great day. I'm like, oh, okay. So you emailed eight area directors, right? How many have responded? Two. Two? Two out of eight? Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know who this is either. It's interesting. Well, no, not really. It's what I'd expect. <laughs> like nothing. They're not going to say anything. Oh, they can't. Again, I don't know what's so sensitive about it. Truly. I mean, it's employment law. I think that's where they get the issue. That's where the entire issue with this all is. Yeah, like what are they going to do? What are they going to do to an area director about that? Oh, the area director, they can't do anything. They can, I guess, ask for removal if you so, do another. So, yeah. <laughs> like, don't threaten me with a good time, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't understand these people. Like, no, whatever. The BOC mentality, Matt. I don't get it. Yeah. So important to email your area directors um, for or against. I don't care. Like, email them, participate, like, let them hear what you think. So, Matt, yeah, you'll be an area director soon. Yeah. Would you be looking forward to these emails? I would I would want to hear what people have to say, yes. Yeah, but you're not necessarily would be, like, conversing with every dude that emails you. No, I think you can – I actually think 90% of the stuff is going to be the same questions that you always get. You have kind of a stock answer for them or, like, point them to the right direction, stuff like that. 
All right. This is good. Well, guys, should we talk about shooting? That sounds like a good idea. Do you have a legit topic, Joel? Yeah. What Duh. is it? Uh, well, it's a, it's a show and tell, but the item doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, so I'm just holding a roll of electrical tape that I uh, that I always keep in my range bag because when I'm teaching classes, it comes in handy. Uh, it might pick up wounds when people get hurt. Yeah, totally. When they bust up their fingers. Uh, no, I use it for carry optic shooters quite a bit recently for taping their dots. Jason, you and I have talked about this a bit because this wasn't something you I think you had done in the past. I've tried it a little bit. Oh, you've tried it since a little bit. Not That's since, good. but I've tried it a little bit. Okay. Uh, so anyway, what it what it is is it's a solution to uh, helping people stare at the dot when they should be target focused. So um, you know, basically the the problem would be you're shooting a CO gun and they're looking through the window, staring at the dot, and then that causes a lot of issues. Um, so basically, what happens is you put tape over the side of the window closer to the muzzle. So when you look through the to the optic, you see the dot. But if you try to stare, you know, like at the dot, you're just going to see tape. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, so some problems it solves or ways you could tell if you're staring at the dot uh, would be dragging hits across the target when you're moving instead of tracking the A zone. Uh, so to try to explain this well, if you're moving, well, let's say you're moving from right to left and you aim at the A zone, you're like, yep, looks good. And then you start blasting, you're going to see hits trending across the target uh, the way you're actually moving. So if you're moving to left, like it looks good, you shoot an A, and then you end up you know, on the left edge of the A or Charlie or whatever. Because again, you're staring at the dot and not tracking the target, looking at the spot uh, you want to hit. Another thing would be imprecise target transitions. So somebody's moving from target to target and they're staring at the dot and they bring the thing over like, oh crap, I guess the target's not there. And you'll see them like make a correction at the end. Uh, yeah. Ben, you look like you wanted to say something. Yeah, Joel. So um how does the uh tape help this specifically yeah so the prop the, what this tape does is if you're staring at the dot you're like oh i see black tape now i can't like i can't keep staring at the dot you're going to catch yourself doing that and hopefully that'll teach you to stare at the target be target focused and then see the dot peripherally and then you're so, you so know, here's a question for you is there yeah. any reason to take the tape off really well there's a guy at my club uh, I'll name drop Lane Grease, who's a, I think it was sixth at nationals last year. His, he like his carry gun, his match gun, his practice gun, every single dot like he has, has a pacer on that permanently. And like he carries a gun for work and that gun or his concealed carry gun has that pacer on the dot. Cause he's just like, there's no downside to, to, uh, to taking it off. One other question. Yeah. Somebody told me, I forget the context, but somebody told me that like the taping over the dot shit is controversial in some way. Have you heard that? I haven't, but I mean, I'm sure everybody has different takes on training. I've heard that recently, yes. What's what was the about it? reason not to? Because I didn't get it. I don't know the exact reason why or anything. I just know that it has been talked about that it is a not the right way to do it from other people. Fuck me. Well... I'll, I'll jump in here. I don't know exactly because I've not done this a lot, so I, I don't seem to have much of a problem doing the target focus thing. However, I think they're, man, I'm, I'm at the running the risk of misquoting or misunderstanding what the, this person meant. 
but I actually think there might be some some people that actually will use the dot as like a, a front site where they'll actually maybe tune in on the dot that so yeah. yeah they'll stare at the dot yeah yeah and so like a difficult shot they'll actually use the dot and and draw their focus to the dot like mm-hmm. it's a front site for difficult or you'll if see I'm them over confirmed i don't mean to be wrong i'm not trying to whatever but it's not yeah how you not to do that but okay i mean if you want to do that right I guess, yeah but, i don't know i've not tried that so have, i don't know have at it i when i do that it's unintentional i'm usually fucking you know considering saving the last round for myself type of thing when i'm doing that i'm not like <laughs> trying to do that shit on purpose <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> god damn i've not tried it um even when i shot irons i just did target focus so just something i ran with well, it was not just an easy fix for me. Like, I did this for a while. Uh, I still do it sometimes. I think it's quite valuable. Uh, another thing, like, for me that made sense that w- I would catch myself doing is... Yeah. What the clown's doing? Uh, I would, like, stare at the dot and want to make it perfect. And I'd be like, no, the dot's still bouncing around. Like, it needs to be perfect. And that was because I was, like, staring on it so intently as opposed to, like, just look at the target, like, see the dot peripherally, whatever. So that was, like, watching the dot and, like, seeing that it's not perfect or it's bouncing around... That was another like giveaway that I my vision was at a spot it's not supposed to be. All right, the end. You had Pretty sure we talked going. about this on PSTG Live, right? Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah. Sure I, I mentioned some of my tips and tricks in there if you want to go listen to that. Oh, that's true. We should link that in this show notes. Look at that. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Be sure to get it in there for you guys in the show notes. (laughs) Hey, I know a guy that could do that. Email list to to the email or to the podcast bros. Sure. All right. um, Let's move on. Uh, Jason and I, we have a joint topic because Jason just wanted to come up here to hang out with me and shoot. And I wanted Jason to come hang out with me and shoot, too, because that sounded like fun. So. Yeah. Jason, let's talk about it. What did what did we do? What are you getting out of it? Uh, so we went and shot. My man. Hard <laughs> hitting info right now. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I, I, from my standpoint, I wanted to come up, and, and the way it's actually worked out was Ben was like, "Hey, Jason, you're setting up. You're, you're directing." Like the first day, I basically we did what I wanted to do, what I came up with, and then half of today. And so I was like, okay, this is what I would work on. I set this drill up. Ben said, after we did it, Ben goes, is that what you would have set up first thing? I said, it was, it would have been, that was, that this is just like a practice at my with myself at my home range. And I asked Ben what he thought about it. Was it, uh, I wanted verification that what I'm doing is not, what's the nice way to say this? Stupid. Stupid. It's not stupid. Yes. I wanted the verification <laughs> that what I'm doing is not dumb. And so that right there was kind of worth the trip itself. Uh, but then we, we worked on some drills. We worked through them. We pushed them. We talked about some stuff, um, analyzed some things. Um, you know, I like to go fast. So um, I'm having to, you know, fight that balance of being in control and, and trusting the process of, hey, this, this target takes what it takes rather than railing on it. And what, what I've done is I've exposed something today. Ben asked me, I said, man, I'm just not looking at a specific spot on a target. And Ben says, what, why are you doing that? I said, because they're easy targets, right? On the hard targets, I was... Wasn't as good as 
it wasn't as clean as that. It I, wasn't. No. I remember knowing the answer, and then and, and all I that, think it was three or four questions yes. to get you to the answer. Yes. So Ben asked me a question in the AM. Hey, why do you think this is happening? And I was like, Shit, Ben, I don't know. You're like, no, you're like, cause I'm dumb. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna train harder. And I'm like, no, that's not what I meant. It's not like uh, that. He, he is right. Like by after lunch, he, he asked me again. I go, I'm just not looking to the spot. And he goes, well, why do you think that is? And finally, I get, I, I come to the right answer. I was like, because it's an easy target. <laughs> like, and on the hard targets, I'm getting two alphas. And I'm getting, and it's good. I'm not wasting time. But, I'm, but on these easy targets, I'm just like, if the target's here, I'm just kind of in this general area, pointing the gun and railing on two shots and dropping points. So those two things for me have been worth the trip. And it's crazy because something so simple of like, no, no, no shit, man. You're not looking at the exact spot you want the, the dot or site to show up. That's kind of what you have to do, right? And it's one of them deals where I know that, I teach myself that, I convince myself that, I finally eventually come to that. But a bit, but it's like, I don't know. It, I'm in this lull in my, my, my shooting right now of like, it's almost like I've forgotten all the, I don't know. It, anyway, this has been a really good trip so far, so I'll quit yeah. talking. Well, oh. you don't have to quit talking. Me, I think that's excellent. It's nice to have another observer. And Jason, because he's a speed demon and he has a dot, um, I'm like chasing him. I'm like, I was like, what time do you shoot on that? And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like trying to keep up with my production gun. That's, that's, that's always fun. Of course. Oh, I think that's excellent. Well, how do you think how do you think that's been going? Like we were doing one drill. How do I think it's been going? It's been like shit on my end. I don't know because Ben's. I was like Ben. I think you can go a little faster and 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 do that. Like and 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 Ben would do it faster. And I'd look at the targets and I'd be like, asshole. Like that's the same points and like it's it's, it's like still all alphas are like no, one I mean, Charlie. But this is how hard we've been pushing. It's like we were talking about this morning. We were running Blake drill seven yards on IPSC targets. And we're pushing into the 150s, you know? Let's and go. Like, and like, yeah, exactly. And like counting the points, it was like, it was unnecessarily fast, of course, but it was definitely fun and useful, you know? So, yeah, yeah that's good. That's good for me because I'm getting acclimated to how fast I could go, can go. I well, like it. Good trip. Yeah. Well, let's move the show right along. Take a question. This one's probably for Matt, and I think he's going to have just a phenomenal answer if I know Matt. Should the BOD on a provisional division for production 15, something to be evaluated over a year's worth of time maybe? Maybe if the activity numbers for the provisional production 15 division exceed participation over production and show an overall increase in irons, uh, we can adopt the uh, division. Is this something Matt can make happen in 2022? I cannot make this happen. <laughs> so, man, so, call me crazy. I, I don't get the sense you're really trying to. I don't want to change nothing. Like I, like I would have a conversation about changing L10, but that would be the only division I would have a conversation about. I think the conversation about this and any other division changes just takes away from conversations that we need to have to fundamentally make the sport better like term limits making dnroi an elected position 
<laughs> no, he's just laughing, Matt. I'm sorry. I was taking my finger and sliding it into my other finger like this. I know for Jason's I, I, benefit because I thought you were you were fucking destroying the answer to this question. <laughs> I mean, the division topic is the funnest one to talk about, right? Yeah, it is. It well, is. No, I, and like it's, it's the one that everybody talks about. No matter where I go, they're like, "How do we increase production? How do we save production? Yep. Let's do well, a let's allow single action and carry options." Sometimes old Yeller needs to go out behind the shed, you know. So I'm still advocating old, for no changes. Old Yeller is not production. Old Yeller <laughs> no. is revolver. I don't know if you've looked at the no. No, no, no. You're right. It is. <laughs> old Yeller is right. a dog that we're sad to take out. The other ones are these mangy old fucking That's a good point. rats. That we shit. would be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no division changes. No plans. No no talk about it. It's the funnest one to talk about. It's the easiest. It's probably not the most effective one to talk about, though. It's the funnest one to talk about. I want to get my opinion real quick. Okay, go I ahead. I think production 15 is the only way to save production. I Well, I, th- I think it should become like better capacity yeah be better in terms of that yeah the stages just aren't built for 10 rounds anymore. right that's that's exactly it but that doesn't i mean yeah and that's not going to change they're not going to the stages are not going to magically go back to four years ago five years ago and and, and further back to where no it was they viable should, they should move forward to like a bright future yeah i mean right now we're seeing a lot like we were shooting a match. I really don't even remember which one it was. The production shooters were having to do really, really weird uh, stage plans just to avoid standing reloads. Which, at some point, you you do such an awkward, weird stage plan, the standing reload might have been might have been better. So, anyways, that's my opinion. Joel, you got any? Uh, I was thinking we should we need a single stack frame mounted optics. For yeah. sure. Get after it. Yeah. With a flashlight. I love it. No, I like what you're saying, Matt, because honestly, like divisions don't really matter if the sport's being ran into the ground. So <laughs> I think organizational changes make a lot more sense than just like how many rounds you could put in your magazine. It's not really the not really the problem. Although it's not as much fun to talk about. Well, one thing we know for sure is the divisions are gonna change eventually. I can promise you that. It's just a matter of how. I think the longer you wait to do it, the better a sense of where everything's at you'll have. Yeah, for sure. And then, honestly, I think if we talk about changing them, you put some criteria out, and, like, this is how we're going to evaluate division from here on, like, here forward, and use that to develop it. Like, I don't think you just... Uh, what about money man i have another suggestion to save production you basically have to put it i'm sorry i'm reading this back (laughs) do you see what you've done this is exactly what we're fucking talking about i know right matt's over here i'm trying to save uspsa and and jason's like but guys we can save production are you a fucking idiot are you you have any sense of what's happening i i wasn't listening to any of that, I basically was <laughs> thinking about production. This is I want to hear your idea. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Hey, you see what's happening no, here? Dude, you're not wrong. I know. Like, you're going to be talking. Quit fucking talking about it. I'm serious. <laughs> if you just like, nope, we're not talking about divisions, then it's like, then it's like. And yeah, then there's some guy in the back goes, I want to talk about saving production. <laughs> you're like, fuck. Dude, that's hilarious. 
Like, Y'all want to hear my fucking? Say <laughs> like, nope. Matt's bigger picture. Much Roll smarter. the credits. Roll the credits. Okay. I'm well, sorry. It's perfect. Uh, I, I think. I think it's a perfect time to end this fucking shit. Show. I, do, I do too. Hey, on the new Skype update, the stop button's actually available for everyone, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are now culpable in this thing, Joel, because you yep, could have stopped, stopped it, it at any time. Ago. Oh, I'm already a marked man. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Marked for death. Well, if you have any questions you'd like the answer to, go to bensecker.com. Send me your questions. We'd love to hear them. With that, well, 